Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. And there's some people that are paralyzed in relationships. There are some people that are paralyzed. And if you're paralyzed in a relationship, it's going nowhere. Break it off. Break it off. There's some people paralyzed by drugs, paralyzed by alcohol. There's some people that are paralyzed with fear. They are paralyzed with fear. Paralyzed. There's some people paralyzed in their mind with negative thoughts and they seem to can't stop thinking negative thoughts. Paralyzed. There are some people paralyzed and they're Christians. They're supposed to be free. There's some people paralyzed by what people might say about them or think about them. I let people know, listen, people will talk about you if you're doing good. People will talk about you if you're doing bad. So just simply do what God has told you to do. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. <coughs> let me just take a drink. So there's some people that are paralyzed by life. They're paralyzed. Amen. It's important that you have some good friends when you're paralyzed. When you can't move, you need someone to move you. You need someone to help you. You need someone to pray with you. You need someone to guide you. When you can't move, you need some people that come alongside of you, will help you, some destiny helpers, people who will associate with you, people who will help you to get to where you're supposed to be. You need people in your life that will say, listen, I know you cannot do it yourself, but I'm going to be your help. I'm going to be your guide. I'm going to bring you in front of Jesus. I'm going to bring you to where you need to be. Sometimes you need some people just a shoulder to cry you need some people just to say hey can I be real with you I'm struggling I need help we need some people in our life that we can be real with can I get an amen somewhere where you are I pray that every single one of us at the sound of our voice have people in our life that we can just be real with that we can just say you know what I'm struggling I've got an addiction. Listen, I need help. I need prayer. I need deliverance in this area. I need you to help me. If there's someone, I don't need you talking about me. I need you to help me. We need people in our life that we can just be real with and say, listen, I cannot move unless you move me. Listen to me. I'm struggling praying. I'm struggling reading my word. I'm struggling, amen, to get to church. I'm struggling even to get to work because I haven't got any money. We need some people that we can just be real with, amen. Many people are paralyzed because there's no one around them that they can be real with. I'm going to say that again. Many people are paralyzed because they're surrounded with fake people or people that they cannot trust because they believe that if they give them their problems, they're going to take it to other people and spread it in rumors. We need some real people that are just going to be honest and open. Amen. That rebuke you when you need rebuking and correct you when you need correcting. Amen. And instruct you when you need instructing. We need some real friends. Amen. We need real friends in these last days. And this man was paralyzed. He couldn't move. Many times in our life, there are things that paralyze us. Grief will sometimes paralyze us. A, a person a few doors from me, I saw him and he, he told me that his mum died. A young man, about 19. And he's just him and his sister, 19. And his sister's 16. And he says, I've just been at home smoking marijuana, smoking weed. And I said, listen, I don't, I don't want you touching that stuff. That stuff's going to mess up your head. Listen to me. That's, uh, uh, listen, I don't want you... G- fall into depression and mental health he said Kevin this is the first time I've been at my house in in two months and I went with him and prayed with him I've been checking on him but the death of his mum and sometimes grief can paralyze us and and I say to people I mean we experienced a, a death in our family last year and sometimes grief can be paralyzing if we let it now there will be seasons of grief amen and if you are going through a season of grief where you've lost someone dear to you 
I would tell you and advise you to get grief counseling. It is amazing. People need it. It's, it. People don't realize because people grieve in different ways. And some people may get quiet. Some people may get angry. Some people may have mood swings. And all this is part of grief. And God was saying, listen, especially if you've got Christian grief counselors that will help you and direct you in the things of God and have that discernment, amen, of how to pray with you and how to speak with you and how to help you and walk you through the season in your life. But don't let grief cripple you. I know a man that has been an alcoholic for about seven years um, and he never used to be an alcoholic, but he turned to the bottle when his mother died. He was close to his mother. He was an adult. He turned to his mother, turned to the bottle when his mother died. And it's a shame that there was no one meant to point him to Christ at that season in his life. And he's, now he's trying to come around, trying to give his life to the Lord, trying to get right with God and trying to beat the bottle. Amen. And I know that with God, nothing shall be impossible in the name of Jesus. So, um, but he turned to the bottle, amen, and that's paralyzed him, and anything, any form of addiction can paralyze you, amen, and, but I tell people, listen, a loved one, especially someone's gone home to be with the Lord, or someone that's left this world, wouldn't want you to be paralyzed and stop there, because they're no longer there, amen, no, they'd want you to go on and live your life, amen, they'd want you to keep enjoying your life, amen, they wouldn't want your life to stop just because theirs is no longer there, so sometimes grief can paralyze us. Many things in life can paralyze us. Amen. The loss of a loved one. Amen. The loss of a job. And paralyzed means you're stuck. You're going nowhere. You cannot move. And many people are stuck in the past. Stuck by some hurt. Where people have been hurt. I speak to many people who have been hurt in church. And one day I'm going to do um, a session. Just a, a podcast upon church hurt. There are many people that no longer go to church. Because they've been hurt by a preacher or hurt by what was said or what has been done in church but i want to let you know that's not god's plan for you and if you've been serving god long enough every single one of us self-included will have been hurt in church i've been hurt in church i've been hurt by people that i thought loved me respected me you're going to be stabbed in the back you're going to be betrayed you're going to be lied on all kinds of things are going to happen in you happen to you but the thing with church hurt is that it Many people don't expect it to happen in church. And many people get hurt and some people go away and go away for a very long time because they've been hurt by what's been done to them or said about them or incidents that may have flew up in church and now they've gone away from the Lord. I want to let you know if you got hurt by man, don't take it out on Christ. I'm going to say that again. If you got hurt by man, do not take it out on Christ. Christ loved you. He died for you. He rose again triumphantly. He's demonstrated his love. Don't go away from him because of what's happened in church. Don't let things in church make you bitter. Let it make you better. Amen. Say, God, okay, what if you are going through church, if you've been hurt by somebody or people in church, it's time to say to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what are you teaching me? about this draw me closer to yourself you started the good work in you and you said being confident of this very thing you'd have begun a good work in me you shall perform it into the day of your period what are you saying to me about what i'm going through there are people that i know i know them personally ministers of the gospel amen that have gone through church hurt disappointed and hurt by what has taken place in church and now they no longer don't go to church they may listen online, but they don't mix with Christians. They just they just go to work, go home, and they listen, and, and they're not fulfilling their assignment and the agenda that God placed them on the earth for. And it's not that they're sinning. 
It's not that they've gone back and they're doing a life of sin and debauchery. They just don't want to be in church because of what they faced. And that is a plan of the enemy to destroy your future and the plan and purpose that God has for you. And if that is you at the sound of my voice, I'm telling you to repent and say, God, heal my heart and help me to fulfill your will and your purpose for my life. Show me where you want me to be. It's important. Show me, Holy Spirit, where you want me to be, where you want me to be planted. Because the Bible says, those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Where do you want me to be planted so I can flourish? Because in these last few years, we've had a lot of online church springing up because of COVID and over the years. And many people have got comfortable with staying home. But my Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, to not forget the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, even as we see the day approaching. And this is Bible. So God wants you to fellowship. God wants you to come together. God is saying, don't let the enemy, amen, cause him to sow those lies into you. Amen. That these people are all the same. Listen to me. It was a hiccup. It was something in the road that happened. But God is saying, if you let me heal you, if you let me deal with you, if you let me hurt you, and if you let me, if you let me restore you, I should say, sorry, if you let me deal with the hurts that you face and let me restore you. Amen. I can make something beautiful out of what you've gone through. Amen. Don't let church hurt paralyze you. I believe there's someone listening that really needs to hear that. Don't let church hurt paralyze you. I'm going to say that again. Don't let what someone said paralyze you. Because the gifts and callings are about repentance. I'm going to stay here. I remember reading about a story of a young man that um, had an incident in church. And he, he was going on in church. A young man in his 20s and something happened in church. And it really hurt him. And he just went away from the Lord and he pursued a career in finances and he, he got his own business, got his own firm, got married, had children. And maybe about even 10 years later, um, he met with someone. And the person that he met with, I think it was a very prophetic person. And the prophetic person just um, heard the Lord ministering to him saying, Listen, tell him that I, I, I need him to come back to me. And I have work for him in the ministry. I need him to come back to me. And while he was meeting for lunch, he, he spoke to him. He said, the Lord just told me, I don't know if this makes sense to you, but the Lord just told me that um, he wants you to come back to him. He knows you're successful. He knows that there's work to you to do in the ministry. And the man starts breaking down and crying. And he says, it's like for the past few months, I've just been hearing the Lord calling me back, saying there's work for me in the ministry. Come back, come back. But you've just confirmed to me what the Lord has been speaking to me. Amen. So there are people out there that God's hand is on their life and God is calling them back, wooing them back. How is he going to do it? He's going to do it through us. He's given us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. That's the ministry that we have. Amen. To restore. Amen. The Bible says, he that, amen. He that said, he said, restore. Section one, with a spirit of meekness. There are many people, they've been hurt. They're paralyzed. They cannot move. Amen. Why? Because they've been hurt. And God is saying, God is looking for us to break open the roof and get them before Jesus. Amen. So they can take up their bed and walk. God is looking for us to get these people in front of Jesus so they can be restored and made whole. God is looking for us, the restorers of the breach. Amen. To loose them from every paralysis and everything that held them bound and bring them to that place. Amen. Of repentance and that place where God can restore them and use them for his glory. Amen. So even as I was, even as I was going through the whole reading up on paralysis there are different types of paralysis that can affect different parts of the body 
there are paralysis that affects the face and causes the face that not to move or we can't move in a certain way there are paralysis that affects the cranial nerves it affects the cranial nerves there are paralysis that affects the eyes and there's some paralysis that affects the spine and the arm there the other types of paralysis that affects all part of the body it affects all parts of the body we've got to be careful because if one part of the body is affected it can affect the whole body and we are the body of christ and if he can paralyze the body we cannot do what we're supposed to do so if he can paralyze the apostle churches won't be planted if he can paralyze the prophet listen to me we cannot point the people in the direction that god wants them to go if he can paralyze the evangelist the church can't grow and sinners won't be saved if he can paralyze the pastor people won't be nurtured there are certain paralysis in the body that can paralyze the body or elements of the body from doing what we're supposed to do and i believe that god wants to do a work in these end times in the fivefold ministry but if one part of the body hurts the bible says in corinthians then we all hurt and the bible said he's bestowed more honor and the lesser parts we need we need one another we need the government in the church the healing in the church miracles in the church amen administration in the church we need the usher the musicians the praise and worship leader we need the preacher we need the sunday school teacher we are all needed amen we are all part of the body but if the enemy decides to paralyze part of the body we cannot move and we cannot function as we should be functioning i believe the church needs money we need finances in these last days I'm going to say it. We need finances. Listen to me. I heard a man say, a man of God say, we cannot, if we need a building, we cannot go to the bank and speak in tongues. No, they will throw us out of the bank. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at my own jokes. They will throw us out of the bank. No, if we go, we need to go with money. Amen. And some of us, there's some churches powerful churches powerful ministries with a heart for souls a heart for the lost a heart for the dying a heart to teach god's people a heart to bring souls and and to nurture young people amen we've got vibrant ministries but they're lacking they're paralyzed in the area of their finances and god is saying listen to me i don't want you to be paralyzed in no area i want my church to be whole. and i truly believe that god is coming back for a glorious church a church without spot and wrinkle god is coming back for a church amen oh my god god is coming back for a church amen that is gonna shake the foundations of this world and bring souls into the kingdom listen god is looking for a church amen you see there are many people that are paralyzing the body of christ false doctrine is paralyzing the body in these last days i'm gonna say that again i'm gonna try not to shout i'm gonna try to talk to you this afternoon that false doctrine is paralyzing the church in these last days and we've got to call it out when we see it because many people are falling into false doctrine there's all kind of people i, I like to evangelize on the streets and there's all kind of people out there there's some people called some black israelis or something and their, their, their doctrine's just wrong and it's all crazy and it's like they're just trying to bring this whole color thing and listen to me all kinds of people in heaven jesus christ died for black white indian chinese rich or poor tall or short fat or slim uh, listen jesus christ died for all there are people preaching all kinds of demonic doctrines doctrines of devils the bible calls them and false doctrine is paralyzing the church 
Another thing that is paralyzing the church, pride. Pride is paralyzing the body. There are people, they may have a certain gift or a charismatic gift and they're thinking, okay, because I've got the gift, I'm in charge and now you've all got to be accountable to me but they're accountable to no one. I want to let you know that accountability runs right down. There are people that go off and they do their own thing. They're accountable to no one. And then they fall in pride. And they do some things that God does not want them to do. And now they bring shame and dishonor to the body in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pride is paralyzing many churches. Pride is paralyzing many ministries and many teachers. The spirit of pride is paralyzing many in these last days. And God will say, listen to me. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. So you've got a miraculous gift. So you've got a gift. Yes, and the Bible says the gifts and the callings without repentance God will not take it away but he will hold you accountable of how you handled that gift I'm going to say it again God will not take it away but he will hold you accountable of how you handled and used that gift Many people, they fall into pride and now no one can talk to them. No one can correct them. No one can instruct them. They just want to, they're, they're master of their own lives. Not even God can speak to them. Pride is paralyzing the body of Christ. All kinds of stuff is as they, they want to talk about. Oh my God! Listen, you may want to kick me off air, but I'm gonna tell it like it is. They want to debate LGBT and homosexuality in the church. Listen to me. I'll tell anybody now. I will not debate sin. Sila, pause and think about that. I will never debate sin. God did not call us debate sin. He called us to call it out and call the sinner to repent. When the church, the church is not supposed to fit in with the world. The church isn't supposed to compromise on darkness. The church is supposed to be the light and the salt and the city that is set upon the hill which cannot be hid. When we've got people in the church of England and people in different denominations that are now discussing whether it should be allowed or whether they're priests and their bishops and all kinds of things. Jesus is coming soon. And you can call me what you want. It's not homophobic because I'm not scared of anybody. I'm just telling you like it is. Sin is sin and it always remains sin. Okay? But Jesus Christ died for sinners. Jesus Christ rose again. He was delivered up for our sin. And risen again for our justification. But he's saying repent and believe the gospel what does that mean it's 180 turn from going your way and go his way and these things are paralyzing the body and these things are now a hindrance to true believers because there are people out there saying okay what is the truth and when they see these things taking place in the church they're saying if this is what the church is advocating well i don't know what no part of it and this will hinder people from coming to know jesus and people will be held accountable and their blood will be on your hands for what you are discussing and what you are debating that God says there is no debate. I've written it in black and white. It is what it is. Sin is sin. And people may not like that type of preaching and teaching but we've got to tell people the truth. I'm not going to pat you on your back on the way to hell. I'm going to say no. There's a lake of fire to avoid. This is what the word says. Come back to God. Repent and turn and put your trust in Jesus. These things are paralyzing the body of Christ. The love of money and fame and popularity paralyzing the body of Christ. Now everybody wants to be famous and everybody wants to be seen. 
Everybody, it's all about me, my ministry, my name, what God is doing in me. No, you're just the finger, bro. You're just the arm, you're just the part of the body. If we all know that we all have a part to play, but popularity and fame is paralyzing the body of Christ, paralyzing many ministries. And many people start off good. Oh my God, when I read the Chronicles and the Book of Kings, and I say, and this king, amen, loved the Lord. And this king done what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And this king done what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And this king done what is right in the sight of the Lord. But then he went off and he done this. So many people, they start off good and then they go bad or they do something that causes them to mess up. The new book by author Kevin Treasure, The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality, out now consists of 21 chapters regarding the use, effects, benefits, and consequences of the words we speak and the influence they have on our lives and the lives of those around us. Discover how to hold your tongue in the most trying times. Discover the real power you possess with the words you speak. Discover how what you say has a profound effect on your life. No person desiring success should be without this book. This book will teach you how to live a victorious life, which includes 24 winner's mentality points regarding wise words, 17 winner's mentality points regarding anger, 16 reasons why saying nothing is wisdom, 10 ways to frame your future with your tongue, 6 winner's mentality points regarding good health. The book is available in paperback and ebook format. Order your copy today, priced at $9.99. Available from www.kevintreasure.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and many more. Or call 07903-940-399. The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Get your copy today. Thank you for tuning in to the Power of Words, the Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.